Hi, I'm Amira Khalid, and I'm the creator and host of Inspiring UAE Women, the one and only podcast focused on female leaders in the United Arab Emirates. I enjoy meeting and talking to female leaders and finding out how they charted their path to professional success. In my show, Inspiring UA Women, I will be interviewing and shining the spotlight on a diverse group of female leaders in the UAE and inspire women in the region with their success stories. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening to my podcast. And if you do, please subscribe and leave your comments and ratings on iTunes and Spotify. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook at Inspiring UAE Women Podcast or Instagram at IUAEW Podcast. You can also email me on inspiringuawomen at gmail.com to get in touch. My guest today is Dr. Tarifa Alzabi. She is the Deputy Director General of the International Center for Biosaline Agriculture. Dr. Tarifa has 20 years of executive and leadership experience in higher education institutions, developing services and strategies through innovation, research, and capacity development. A social scientist by training, in her current role, Dr. Tarifa promotes sustainable agricultural development and transformation of food systems through capacity development, women and youth engagement, as well as agripreneurship. She has launched several programs focused on capacity development, such as the ICBA's Youth Engagement Society, or ICBA-YES, and contributed to the development of the Arab Women Leaders in Agriculture, or AULA Fellowship Program, and the training of AULA Fellows. She has also presented ICBA's Research for Development work at many major international conferences and forums, including the G20 Summit in Saudi Arabia, at the German Young Academy of Sciences and Humanities, and at the Future Food Institute and FAO eLearning Academy. Dr. Tarifa serves on advisory committees and groups, including the UAE's AgTech Development Committee, which aims to transform the country's agricultural technology sector and enhance domestic food security, and the Global SME Policy Network, which is a global initiative that aims to provide data-driven policies for government and international organization for SMEs from G20 countries. She also participated in the International Forum on Innovation in Agri-Food Systems to achieve the SDGs organized by FAO, which intended to bring model examples of innovation and digital solutions to support smallholder farmers and agripreneurs. Most recently, Dr. Tarifa won an Emirates Women Award 2020 in the category Best Career Achievements. Thank you so much for joining me on my show, Dr. Tarifa. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. My first question to you is, what drove your interest in the agricultural sector and why the International Center for Biosaline Agriculture? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be speaking to you today. To answer the question on what drove my interest to agriculture, uh, it's as absolutely wasn't planned. I was pretty much interested in pursuing a career in international field. I've been working for the last 20 years in higher education, involved with, of course, students, teaching, and also innovation. So the idea was I always enjoyed the contribution within the country of the UAE and also contributing to the generations of youth. And I had the question, what could be something that I can do and I can 
influence people at different uh, level and different countries. And therefore, it sounded very much like a match in heaven. That was my interest. And that's where I came across this opportunity at ICBA. And being the International Center for Bioseline Agriculture, working in more than 35 countries, I was very much delighted in not only working at the international level, but also touching the life of people through food security, through innovation in the field of agriculture. So that really ticked all the boxes for me. And I feel I am really blessed by joining this organization. While I am sure there are many, are there any specific ICBA-led initiatives or achievements that you are particularly proud of? Well, I am proud, in fact, with all the innovative research that we do. But to me, because I don't really come from a background of agriculture, I was really fascinated with all the research that took place focusing on finding crops that are resilient, crops that are nutritious and can grow in saline area. Uh, so the salinity matter and how can we really differentiate about crops that only grow in fresh water and crops that can grow and thrive under saline condition like the holophytic products was really fascinating. And not only looking and focusing on the crop itself, but also looking at the unconventional way of how can we really use seawater, how can we really use saline water or even rejected water from desalination in the purpose of agriculture, it is really fascinating. Involving the farmers, uh, working on capacity development uh, modules as well, as well as engaging youth, which is, I think it's really important for us, uh, bringing youth through innovation in agriculture to this important sector. The ongoing pandemic has highlighted the importance of food security globally, amongst other things. Has this also renewed the focus on agricultural R&D in the region? Well, uh, globally, in addition to putting millions of life at risk, the pandemic has also affected people's life and pushed more people into poverty. And therefore, we needed to think differently in order to tackle the solutions. This pandemic showed us how fragile is our food security system globally and how there is really great efforts and a room for improvement uh, for us to look at these areas. Improvement is completely linked to research and development. How can we really look at research and try to ensure that we fill in the gap? And one of those gaps is really looking at the food self-sufficiencies for countries to look at suitable crops for them, ensure that the production and the exporting of food and importing of food is really either balanced or, or the national product is really much more higher than the food imported. And therefore, we try to ensure that there is a humanitarian aid happening that will cover people. According to one of the reports shows that one in 33 people will require humanitarian aid to meet the basic needs like food and water in 2021, a rise of 40% from this year. And another report showed that a billion people could be pushed into destitution by 2030. People living um, in different parts of the world are suffering. So we must look at different research and development to uh, mitigate and try to find solutions that will bring the food security to them. I wanted your opinion on gender equality, especially as a woman in this sector. Do you think there is gender disparity in the agriculture sector and is anything being done to address this? 
I think there is still a huge gender disparity, especially in the field of agriculture. I'm glad to see that some countries are progressing when it comes to this, of which is really the United Arab Emirates in addressing those gaps. For example, the UAE has made considerable progress. The World Economic Forum Global Gender Gap Report in 2021 named UAE among the world's five most improved countries for making progress on gender equality. And uh, therefore, we need to make more efforts. One example I can share with you is what the International Center for Bioseline Agriculture did, which is focusing on designing a program targeting women. It's called AULA. Arab women leaders in agriculture. And the purpose of that program is really focusing on women who are in the field of agriculture that we need to equip them with additional research skills, additional policymaking skills, and looking at ways where they can really contribute with decision makers in their countries in the field of food security. And uh, we targeted women in Middle East and North Africa. We graduated successfully 22 women in March 2019. And in March 2021, we were able to launch the second edition of uh, AULA, and uh, we are looking for more candidates to join this program. We are also having a program that designed into hosting scientists, whether men or women, at ICBA, and try to learn as much as possible from our scientists in the field, whether through uh, postdoc or internship programs or even experiential experiences we have in the, in the field. We follow also the sustainable development goals. And as we know, one of them is really focusing on gender equality. And this is something that we highly push and we focus on. Would you say that women generally are not attracted to this type of work or the agriculture sector? I think the issue is beyond being attracted. I think it's about awareness. So the more we know and the more we share about challenges and about opportunities for women in the field of agriculture, I think this is very much important. And therefore, is focusing on women, how can they really contribute to the, I would say, the larger perspective of food security? Let us always remember the uh, woman is the mother and the sister and the wife, of course, in charge of home. so many responsibilities at home. Majority of them, they are very much concerned about having the healthy and the right diet for their families. So educating them about the importance of the crops, important of the healthy lifestyle, important of how can we really ensure even about uh, food and waste management when it comes to our own home and how can we really enlarge that and pass it on and educate our own families about it. I think it's very, very important, not only focusing on their role as um, women within families and home, but also within universities. We need to engage them further in order for them to innovate and be part of uh, a larger role that they can play in the food security area. Dr. Tarifa, you're such an inspiring figure yourself and a source of inspiration to other women. But could you name a woman who has inspired you the most and why? Well, I've been lucky, to be honest, to uh, be around so many inspiring women. And I, I would say a different field. There is, I wouldn't say one single woman who inspired me, but I have been uh, inspired by so many women. First, I can start with is my own mother. She is a source of inspiration when it comes to creativity and innovation, even in problem solving, even in at the level of uh, being a mother of five, for example. How can she really manage raising us? And alhamdulillah, I'm very proud to have the supporting guidance by her. 
And then also looking at the mother of nation, Her Highness Sheikha Fatima bint Mubarak, and inspiring all women in the UAE, whether through the contribution done to the women in the UAE or the contribution and empowerment done to women even outside UAE with all the charitable projects, with all the opportunities provided to those women. If I can speak about the field of food security, I'm quite inspired by uh, Her Excellency Minister uh, Maryam bint Mohammed, and she is really a role model who have been given a very unique, I would say, and a challenging file. I am really watching the inspiration and the energy and the openness, I would say, that she is bringing to the file of food security and water security in United Arab Emirates. I learn every day from my colleagues. I learn every day. I even some point learned from my female students when I was in academia. So I believe that women are unique and they do have different uh, skills and different experiences that can share with each other to learn and to strive to improve on ongoing basis. My next question is one that I ask all of my guests. Do you believe that being a woman impacts your leadership style? If so, what are some characteristics unique to being a female leader? Well, there are research, to be honest, uh, talking about the impact of women on leadership. And women bring with them lots of positivity, I would say, and uh, multitasking, which is very important and very unique for leadership. In terms of challenges, I would say challenges that are faced by women are similar to the challenges faced by men in terms of managing teams, leadership, setting objectives, anything to do with the task, I would say, there wouldn't be some sort of differentiation. However, it might be a challenge of expectation. Being a mother and being a daughter and being somebody who really needs to be contributing further to your family, that will add additional load to women in leadership. And that's why you will find many women talking and advocating on the healthy life-work balance, uh, which is very hard to achieve, I would say. However, there are areas where women will find themselves forced to prioritize depending on the occasion. So it's maybe not, as I mentioned, on the task per se of the leadership, but on the social level and the obligation towards self and family. My last question is, what are three pieces of advice you would offer aspiring young professional women? My three pieces of advice will be the first thing is, which is something I've learned from my schooling and my education, is lifelong learning. It's very important for us to continue learning, whether uh, learning in the field, whether learning in the specialty that you are interested in, whether learning life skills that will make you cope and become a better person. I think the ability to continue learning is very important. When I made my uh, transition from academia to agriculture, the first concern was to me that this is not my background. It's something very challenging for me. How can I really be able to learn? But again, through, I would say being persistent, being open, being critical, being able to observe and look at other people and exchange ideas is very much helpful for us to continue grow and continue building our skills and ability. So openness to learn is very important and key skill I would recommend. Secondly, surrounding yourself by mentors. It's a basket of people that you can learn from, whether men or women, whether young or old, whether experienced or not experienced, everybody has a story to share. So we really have to make sure that we learn from people around us and we also be selective about people around us and they provide us with a positive energy and they keep giving us genuine feedback for us to grow and thrive. Finally, I think helping others 
the spirit of altruism is very much important. It's not because I work in the field of agriculture and we are non-for-profit research center. So everything is we do, we do for the goodness of others. However, even working in academia has taught me how important is the spirit of giving. It's very important that if you have somebody who would like to learn a piece of information, don't hesitate to teach people. Don't hesitate to take their hands. Don't hesitate to take them to the next level. I mean, some people would feel hesitant about helping others because people are smart. You may teach somebody and they become better than you, but you should celebrate their success and you should enjoy that that person, you had even if it's a tiny piece of contribution to their learning and their growth, you're supposed to be happy for and you can enjoy. I think that is the ultimate goal for being happy and being able to contribute to the life of others by teaching them by helping them, by even advising them on how can they become a better person. Dr. Tarifa, thank you so much for ending the interview on such a positive note. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for having me. It was an inspiring discussion. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Inspiring UA Women podcast. Food security is a leading topic globally right now, and I really enjoyed talking to Dr. Tarifa about the importance of R&D in the field of agriculture, how education about food should begin at home, how we are both inspired by Her Excellency Mariam Al-Mahiri, the UAE Minister of State for Food Security, and lastly, the importance of cultivating the spirit of giving. If you'd like to reach out, feel free to connect with me on Facebook at Inspiring UA Women Podcast, Instagram at IUAEW Podcast, or email me on inspiringuawomen at gmail.com. See you next Thursday.